Ladies and gentlemen, no fancy introduction today. No Chippy the Chipmunk, no cheers. Just a sobering message episode about the terrorist attacks in Israel. Please stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't believe I'm going to do this. I really honestly cannot believe that I'm going to do this, especially in light of what's been going on in our world, in the Middle East, in Israel, especially with the murder of Israelis, the murder of women and children, the beheading of little children from uh, because of what Hamas, this terrorist group, from Palestine, the Palestinian terrorist group, Hamas, because of what they are doing, funded by Iran and funded, and Iran was funded with at least $6 billion that Uncle Joe Biden released unto them. Now here's, I can't believe, remember when I said, I can't believe what I'm about to do, and that's to issue an apology in the midst of all of this nonsense and wickedness. Because some people called me out on Facebook for something that I had written on on Facebook a post that I had posted on Facebook that had some um, information in it that wasn't a hundred percent correct, and some things that I had been speaking about in some of these episodes that weren't a hundred percent correct. They uh, called me out on it. <laughs> I'll explain that in just a moment, which is leading me to this apology. So here's my apology. Now I had said that Uncle Joe Biden. Our president gave $6 billion to Iran, $6 billion taxpayer dollars, by the way. Okay, that's what I had said. It turns out that I was a little bit wrong on that. It wasn't exactly taxpayer dollars. It was monies that supposedly belonged to Iran, but was frozen and held, from what I understand, in an account in Qatar, which is another Middle Eastern country. And what... Joe Biden did was release those funds to Iran, but with the stipulation that they're supposed to be used for such things as farming equipment, seeds, things of that nature that will help the people of Iran, not weapons and um, giving resources, weapons and such to uh, terrorist groups such as Hamas. So I want to apologize because I did mislead some people and it really, I, I mean, it's my fault in this sense because Uh, I said it. It came out of my mouth. I'm taking responsibility for it. I am taking responsibility for it. Uh, I don't have a defense. So what I'm about to say is not my defense. It's just, well, just a fact. I had read this in other news articles, in news articles, not just one, but several. I had read it. And that's what these news articles had said is that that $6 billion that Uncle Joe gave away was taxpayer dollars. So I just repeated what, I mean, we should be able to trust these news sources, right? And once again, it was proven that we can't trust them at least fully. So the $6 billion that was released to Iran from Uncle Joe <coughs> was their money that was held. It was frozen and uh, it was released to them to be used for, um, uh, how could you say, like humanitarian uh, things farming equipment and such like that. So with that said, and again, my next statements after this, I am not trying to make excuses for giving out false information. Please don't misunderstand my next statements as an excuse for my 
uh, misstep, my um, giving you false information. I never want to do it. That's why I'm saying, look, I, I, I messed up. I brought some false information. I didn't lie in the sense of meaning to lie, wanting to lie. That's why I'm apologizing and I'm, I'm giving this, this, um, this statement to say I was wrong. Okay, so with that said, the people that called me out on it, they were, I mean, clearly Biden supporters and Democrat voters uh, for a number of reasons. One, they were defending Joe Biden. They were defending Joe Biden, giving $6 billion, regardless of where it came from, to Iran, which is a terrorist state, and they fund and train terrorists and terrorism, such as Hamas, the people who are walking around murdering Jews. So regardless of whether it was taxpayer dollars, or wherever it came from. It was in our control. We could have completely made that $6 billion disappear from the Iranians forever. And instead he releases it to them. And being that Iran is a murderous state, a a country run by murderers, and those who applaud the destruction of United States and Israel, as we see right now, um, What makes anybody, Uncle Joe, or anybody, you, me, the Biden supporters, Democrats, what makes anybody think that murderers are suddenly going to be honest in the area of where they spend money and not lie, not be deceitful, not be treacherous? Oh, we're murderers over here. We want to destroy America. We want to destroy Israel, but we will be completely and totally honest and upright about how we spend this $6 billion. You say it's for farming equipment? Well, welcome to John Deere. That's where we're going. I mean, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, do you even for a moment believe that they're going to take that $6 billion or any portion of it and do the right thing with it? If you believe that, I don't don't even know any hospitals that help that kind of mental illness. I really don't. I don't know where you go to get counseling or therapy for that kind of delusion. So all of the people, whether it be on Facebook or listening to this podcast that want to castigate me for making a mistake, you know, that's fine. You can bring that to my attention. But I'm just going to, I know this is going to fall on deaf ears in regards to those nuts because if you didn't see it, Thank God you don't need to read that kind of language, written or spoken. You don't need that in your ears. But with the F-bombs and all the nasty language um, over something that if they just brought it to my attention, hey, check this article out or these articles. You made a mistake. I would have, which I'm doing now. I, I apologize. And I said I was wrong. I was wrong. And here's the funny thing, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be surprised really honestly, and I and I mean it, and I'm not trying to get, again, I'm not trying to make excuses or anything like this. I was just going with the information that I read. And then when I went back and studied it out just a little bit deeper, I found out that yes, this $6 billion was actually belonged to Iran. But don't be surprised when in the near future, within the next, I don't know, two to four weeks, we actually find out that Uncle Joe did give U.S. tax dollar money to Iran or to Hamas or to whoever that ended up funding what's going on right now in Israel. Don't be surprised at that. Why do I say that? 
because between the Obama administration and now the Biden administration, they both are, it's well known that they are funding terrorist activity. Again, and this is not in dispute, Biden just, he did give in July of 2022, just a little over a year ago, he gave $613 million to the Palestinians. Where is Hamas? Well, they're Palestinian. Who's killing Jews and cutting off babies' heads in Israel? Palestinian. Now, do you think even for a moment that that $613 million didn't go somehow in some way, some portion of it, go to funding the beheading of infants and babies? Well, of course it does. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Even if it only bought them dinner at some point in the last year, that's more than these people deserve. And our tax dollars should not be going to fund terrorist activities or terrorist groups on any level. So while I apologize for giving some misinformation about the $6 billion that was given, I don't apologize and I won't apologize with the overall message and idea and the reason why I was talking about it in the first place. Your tax dollars and my tax dollars are still being given to terrorists through this present president, Joe Biden, Democrat, and he is funding terrorist activity, whether you like it or not, whether you agree or whether you're upset with what where I said the $6 billion came from or not. That is so irrelevant to the over, whole overall truth and idea and concept of really what's going on. So on one hand, I do apologize because I never would like to give out misinformation, okay? I, I really don't. But the overall premise of what I said is still spot on. Our tax dollars are going to the Palestinians who are now murdering Jews and cutting off Jewish babies' heads, whether it was part of that $6 billion to Iran or not. It's really irrelevant. But again, I'll concede, yeah, I I, I, I um, should have looked into it a little bit deeper, but it's irrelevant. Anyways, I, I just don't, this is, you see, ladies and gentlemen, this is the problem that I have with Democrats and liberals. They, they scrutinize everything that people like me say down to something as silly and stupid as to where this six billion dollars actually came from but they give a pass to their president their guy the guy they voted for when he was in control of that six billion dollars regardless of where it came from so they're going to just scrap the whole truth and the whole story and the whole reality of who their their guy is and who the democrat party is because i said that it was taxpayer dollars instead of frozen account, still, still in the oversight of Uncle Joe. He still released it, whether we like it or not, to a terrorist state. And do you really think, do you really think the leaders of Iran are going to buy tractors with that and seeds for the field? Oh, they might a little here and a little there, just so they can show the world, look at this, we got $6 billion and we bought a tractor, and a packet of seeds. We are humanitarians. And that cost, what, less than a million. And they have five billion, what is that? 999 million, is my, is my math correct? But they have five billion, 999 million, I think that's right, left over. <laughs> it's, it's like, come on, guys, really? Really? You really think the Iranian government it's going to be that honest. So you're going to lamb blast me over making a little bit of a mistake, but you're, you're going to give a pass to the guy you voted for 
and the party you vote for <laughs> when he's funding a terrorist state. Um, okay. I, I mean, I, I was wrong. <laughs> I just, I shouldn't be laughing because there's so much horrible wickedness going on, but it's one of those just unbelievable things. It's, it's funny only because it's unbelievable. But when I stop and look at the big picture, it disgusts me because while these people are cussing me, literally cussing me out for that little mistake, Palestinians are still cutting off babies' heads. Anyways, let me get off of that for just a moment because <clears throat> I made my apology. I explained it. Um, Democrats are still acting like Democrats. You know, they are, um, as, the, as the Bible says, straining out a gnat, but swallowing a camel. Straining out the gnat that I bring to the table, but swallowing the camel. Something that's big, in your face, that shouldn't be touched. They strain out the smallest little thing, but give a pass to the big things. I made a verbal mistake on a little bit, just a small portion of information. But they give a pass to the guy they vote for that funded terrorism. And babies are now having their heads cut off. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't make this stuff up, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Democrat Party. That is the Democrat Party. Anyways, let me let me read to you an article. It's a little bit, it's not off subject on the whole, but it's off subject of my little mistake there. So anyways, and by the way, I pulled that that little thing off of, um, that post off of Facebook. Um, and uh, I had to block a, a few people because of their language mainly. It's not because people disagree with me, but when you're going to write something, you could even, you can even debate and argue with me, but don't start throwing out F-bombs and things of that nature. Kids can be reading that, you know, and still I have this huge problem, ladies and gentlemen. This is just me before I get into this article, but this is just me. I, number one, something that really bothers me is when I hear, I, I don't like cursing at all, cussing, cursing at all. I don't like it from anybody, man, woman, or child. Okay. I really find it disgusting when women curse and use foul language, but there's something that I find even worse than that is when men curse around women. Um, <clears throat> I never understood that. I never understood when I heard, because it used to be back in the old days that guys would curse and tell their bad jokes and everything, but they would do it with one another. They wouldn't talk that way around women. But nowadays, nobody cares. And now women have just as foul language as men. And it's all wrong. But it's it's not just that it's wrong that bothers me. It, that bothers me because it's wrong. We shouldn't do it. But it, it, it's lacking of class, to be honest with you. So the woman that cusses has very little class. The man that cusses around a woman at all, but really, especially around women, no class. No class. I remember uh, many, many years ago when you watched the Fat Albert cartoons, one of my favorite cartoons when I was growing up, one of the characters in Fat Albert, one of his sayings was, no class, no class. I need to dig that up and turn it into something that I can put on here. So when I'm talking about something like that, I can just hit the button and it'll say, no class. Anyways, so because these people that argued with me um, showed very little, if any, real class, I had to block them. I didn't block them because they disagreed with me. Anybody that knows me and everybody sees anybody that sees my debates and things like that, I don't block people just because they disagree with me. I block them when they start lowering themselves to this place of no class. And I usually give them, and I'll even warn them, hey, 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 I'm going to give you one more chance to clean up your language or speech or say something intelligent without cussing. Of course, that just primes them to do it again, which just primes me to um, block them. 
once and for all. Because there's a million people out there that I can debate and have a civil conversation with. I don't need people of no class on my feed um, garbaging up my posts. Garbaging up. That's a cool one. I'm going to remember that one. Excuse me. Um, Anyways, this article that I want to read, it it, it was so, in light of everything that's going on, especially, but this really um, disappointed me. Okay, because this has a, a um, something to do with Andrew Tate. Now, for those of you, who, uh, I don't. I think most people know Andrew Tate for uh, one reason or another. He's the MMA fighter. I forget what country he's from, but he speaks English very well. But he's not from the United States. That I that I think he's from somewhere in Europe, I believe. But anyways, nonetheless, doesn't matter. He was an MMA fighter. <clears throat> he was a uh, very outspoken kind of individual on, uh, you know, like uh, men need to be men, men need to stand up, men need to to be tough, women need to be feminine, that type of thing, which in that sense, and I I very rarely ever heard, never listened to his podcast, I think he has a podcast or anything like that, I just, he wasn't my cup of tea in that sense, but there was often little video clips that would roll through either Instagram or Facebook or something of that nature. Usually, uh, maybe two minutes or less of him saying something in a kind of like a roundtable kind of discussion, something like that, or an interview kind of discussion, where he would say some things, which I, not 100%, so please don't misunderstand me, ladies and gentlemen, but with many of those little clips, I agreed, at least agreed with the premise. So I never had any ill thought of Andrew Tate, never really knew it. I never saw him fight that I ever can remember. It was just these little clips that I would see every now and then. Hey, what he's saying is pretty good. I like that kind of a thing. And I've heard that people have called him all kinds of names. What are some of the names that he's been called? Xenophobe, homophobe, um, misogynistic. Um, I didn't know he gave massages. I mean, really? I know, ladies and gentlemen, I I understand that that's not what that word means. I'm just having fun with it. But nonetheless, so I was flipping through my daily wire. This, I saw this, I believe it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. I saw the headline or the title of this article and I, I read it yesterday and, uh, but I was, I was aiming at doing a episode a follow-up kind of episode on how uh, Hamas, these Palestinian Muslim terrorists, are not just murdering people, that's horrible, murdering women, but also murdering babies, and some of them by cutting off their heads. And I wanted to bring that out because, ladies and gentlemen, every each and every one of us, we need to understand how vile and how wicked uh, these Palestinian uh, terrorists are. And what's coming out of Palestine I'm not saying every Palestinian is a terrorist and every Palestinian is going around cutting people's heads off. That's not what I'm saying. But for such a small region, the Gaza Strip, it certainly has produced a a great deal, many, many, many terrorists that are willing to go cut off babies' heads. So we at least have to understand this and accept the fact that even the good people in the Gaza Strip And when I mean good, the people that aren't necessarily murdering one another, there's this big chance, great chance, that maybe they're not as good as we would like to think they are. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of them are just people like you and me that just want to get a job, um, pay their bills, raise their family, enjoy life. And they're they're not much different than you and me. 
There's some of them. But again, in such a small area, find a map and see how big the Gaza Strip is. I mean, literally, find a map and see how big the Gaza Strip is. And I understand that there was probably terrorists coming in from other places as well. But just to give it some perspective, look at a map, find the Gaza Strip, G-A-Z-A, Gaza Strip. See how small it is. And then ask yourself, as you're looking at that tiny plot of land, how did so many terrorists come out of this small, tiny place? Quit giving a pass to the Palestinians. And now again, I'm not in for just going and rounding up or murdering or destroying uh, um, innocent people. But how did such a small area with such a small population produce so many terrorists? That's a question that we need to be asking and answering and being honest about it. So anyways, back to, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm still dealing with this. Um, I don't know. I they, they used to call it hay fever. Um, and that's basically all it is. I got inundated. I, I think most of you know, I got hit in the face with a bunch of dust from a vacuum, an old vacuum. And ever since then, I've been, and it's getting better, <clears throat> but it's not that I've lost my voice. It's just as grovelly and I, I get a little, um, um, What's the word? You know, my eyes water and itch a little bit. It was much worse the day it happened, but it's getting better. But I'm still dealing with the after effects of it. I'm not sick. I don't have COVID. I just went to the gym, you know, and all that good stuff. I only say that to show I'm not sick. I don't have COVID. Anyways, um, here's the the uh, title of this article. And again, it's from the Daily Wire. It's called Ben Shapiro and Jeremy Boring Blast Andrew Tate for Vile Take on Israel. And of course, that captured my attention when I saw it yesterday, but I had to skip by and I said, I'll come back and I'll read that, which later on after I did my episode, my podcast, I did. And what I read was um, very disturbing to say the least, ladies and gentlemen. It was very, very disturbing that somebody would have this take on this conflict. So uh, I'll, I'll read it in just a moment, but it's by Zach Jewell and it was published yesterday, October 10th. 2023, again on the Daily Wire. It says, Daily Wire co-founders Ben Shapiro and Jeremy Boring, I think that's how you say his name, it's B-O-R-E-I-N-G, Boring, anyways, uh, leveled media personality Andrew Tate Tuesday for comparing himself to a soldier and calling for Israel to negotiate with terrorists. Now, after I read that first two lines i um i i sat back and and i went wait wait, andrew tate the guy that's supposed to be mr tough guy and supposed to talk about how men need to rise up be strong take care of business and if somebody either um you know threatens them or threatens one of their loved ones they need to be able to take care of business fight them beat them down now suddenly he's wussing out and taking the side of thugs and bullies so i said no, that can't be. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not an Andrew Tate fan. I know very little bit about him, but the very little I do know about him, he seemed to be one of those guys that, you know, ultra manly, ultra masculine. And now he's acting like and talking about the exact opposite by siding with these cowards that are cutting off babies' heads. Does that sound very manly to you? No, that's the opposite of true masculinity. It says Shapiro posted on X Monday responding to a report that the UN special report reporteur for human rights in Palestine was calling for a truce 
as Israel responded to Palestinian terrorist attacks on its country by bombing Hamas targets in the Gaza Strip. So this uh, UN special reporter, it's just spelled funny, ladies and gentlemen, um, for human rights, anyways, reporter for human rights in Palestine, is actually calling for a truce. Now, now again, ladies and gentlemen, this is where all fun and games gets aside, all comedy, all laughter. I can laugh when people cuss me out. I can laugh when people focus on stupid things and it's all aimed at me. I can't laugh at any of this because as I as my last episode was has stated, and we know this by now, this isn't just hearsay. This isn't just someone like me making a boo-boo in our reporting of this or our critique of this. The Palestinians that marched through Israel were murdering civilians ruthlessly parading from what i understand there was one woman stripped naked had both of her legs broken and they were still parading her through the streets on display they go into the kibbutz that was once uh or or for a brief little while under the control of these hamas terrorists that just came in there and started killing randomly the people in this kibbutz and they found they found upwards of 40 children little, little babies murdered some of them had their heads cut off and now israel gets themselves together and gets into the fight to put a stop to this and bring those terrorists to justice and some idiot some wicked idiot at the un says wait a minute we're calling for a truce i mean maybe this is why i'm not in politics at that level but if i was prime minister netanyahu i would have responded with um you know what? We'll be happy to come to the table and talk about a truce after every one of those terrorists, every one of their heads are on sticks and we've annihilated them and we know we'll never have to deal with them again. Then we will call a truce. At any rate, let me go on. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, this stuff just gets me because these are these are human beings. These are the most innocent little babies, human being. The civilians who are just living their lives in these kibbutzes, they, they were already innocent in this regard but their children their infant children i'm having their heads cut off how do you how do you make a truce how do you have a truce with that (sighs) sorry anyways this uh article goes on to say and they can um i'm gonna i'm gonna say this carefully so that you get the idea of what's being said and the emotion behind it but i don't use this kind of language and they can f right off shapiro said of those calling for israel to make a truce with the Palestinian terrorists. Now, I don't use that kind of language, but the the, the um, heart and the concept, the idea behind it, oh, I completely agree. I completely agree. Tate, now listen to this. Tate, a former professional kickboxer, replied to the Daily Wire's host's post, mockingly calling him Mr. Tough Guy. <laughs> so it sounds to me like Shapiro was directing his comment toward the UN uh, report, r- rapporteur, <laughs> reporter of human rights in Palestine. And now Tate jumps in and says, <clears throat> calls him Mr. Tough Guy, Ben Shapiro. He calls Ben Shapiro Mr. Tough Guy and attempting to take the moral high ground by comparing his fighting for sport to fighting against terrorists. So here's a guy that's in a ring or the octagon or whatever you want to call it, under controlled circumstances, referees, crowd cheering, um, people in his corner, people in his opponent's corner, it was all going to be done legal according to the rules. And he compares himself 
in there, one man fighting one man, and suddenly he's a soldier um, similar to those fighting against terrorism. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Tate. Um, you are delusional. Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, it's interesting to note that Andrew Tate recently within, I don't know, maybe the last few weeks or months came out as saying that now he is a converted Muslim. So really, honestly, isn't any wonder, isn't it, or is it any wonder that now this guy who said, claims to be a Muslim is sticking up for cowardly Muslims who cut off babies' heads? Anyways, Mr. Tough Guy, let me assure you as someone who has done his own fighting as opposed to excitedly encouraging others to do it for him while sitting at home on a comfy chair, Tate wrote, peace is always worth a conversation. Well, Mr. Tate, peace is always worth a conversation with those seeking peace, not with those who cut off babies' heads because those are murderers, those are liars, those are deceitful people, and you've joined a group that you can't trust, and you are delusional at best. Let me go on. It says this. <laughs> this is, again, I, I shouldn't laugh at this because of what's going on, but even the writer of this really puts Andrew Tate, you know, in check. Tate, a womanizer who has overseen an adult webcam business and boasted about not allowing women to leave his mansion, was swiftly blasted on X by both Shapiro and Boring. Let me assure you, as someone who has not pimped women and bragged about it, that morally morality, I'm sorry, requires that those who rape women and kidnap children must be eradicated, not negotiated with. Shapiro responded, and um, that quote made it into this article, ladies and gentlemen, but it was an, a tweet on X from Ben Shapiro to Andrew Tate. Boring also slapped, uh, slammed Tate, saying his argument is a joke, and it kind of is a joke, only it's not a funny joke. It's a pathetic loser joke. Being a professional fighter in no way compares to fighting for your life in war, you poser piece of Beep. <laughs> I provided the beep. I didn't say the word, but you understand that. You played a sport. Good for you, Boring said. Stop insinuating yourself into the company of those better than either of us who have fought in real battles and try having that conversation about peace with the whim woman raping, child murdering Hamas terrorist who started this. What a joke. Now, I understand Mr. Boring's frustration in all of this. <clears throat> um, the only critique that I have of you, Mr. Boring, and what you said to Andrew Tate is um, when you said what a joke, that might assume that he's being funny. I really have no critique of what Boring said. I'm just trying to uh, be uh, sarcastic here to make a point. Andrew Tate is not being funny at all. He's not being cute. He has very little um, true heart or intellect in this. <clears throat> he's talking about or talking out of certain parts of his body that he shouldn't be talking out of. And he's just proving himself to be an idiot. And uh, sorry, but that's just the truth. And I totally agree with what Ben Shapiro is saying and Mr. Boring is saying about Andrew Tate and this nonsense that, oh, you know, have a conversation about peace. It's always worth it. Not with murderers. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I know this is unpopular opinion, but it's really not an opinion. This is just the truth. This is an unpopular truth, an unpopular fact. But I'm just going to give it to you. Sometimes, when you've exhausted every other avenue, the only way to achieve real, 
true and lasting peace is to destroy that which destroys peace. And in this case, it's these Palestinian terrorists. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but Israel has been at war with these types of people and these people for a long time. And every time peace or there's a ceasefire or some type of truce, it's very short-lived and it's never, listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, it's never Israel that fires the first shot. It's always the terrorists, the Muslim terrorists, from one group or another. This sense, in this case, it's Hamas, the Palestinian terrorists. So after years and thousands upon thousands of rockets being fired into your homeland, um, the point of discussion, the point of talking, the point of the debate and the discussion is over. The only way to have lasting peace in Israel is to destroy those that would rob you of your peace. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I wish it wasn't so, because these are human lies, but nonetheless, it's the truth. When people are so wicked and so twisted in their ideology, so wicked and so evil that they not only just murder innocent people, but part of their murderous rampage is to cut off the heads of infants. What do you do with that? How do you make peace with that? How do you really have a truce with that? Well, I, I, I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you can't. You simply can't. That kind of wickedness that kind of evil can't even be locked in a cage. It must be destroyed and eradicated. That's just the bottom line. That's the truth. That's the ugly truth. But it's the truth nonetheless. Let me continue with this article. It says, Tate's brother Tristan jumped in on the conversation, falsely accusing Shapiro of advocating for the eradication of a race of people. Shapiro responded, I called for those who rape women and kidnap children to be eradicated. So not only are you immoral, you're apparently illiterate. You see, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, even the things that I just said about destroying these people that are so wicked that there's no discussion with them anymore. The only thing left to do is remove them from the planet. A lot of people are going to say, you're a murderer. You're advocating death and violence. You're, 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 you're just, you want to murder all these Muslims, all these Palestinians and all. I never said that. So I'm, I'm hoping that nobody that listens to me, listens to this episode, this podcast, or any of my podcasts, jumps to that conclusion. I hope that. Years ago, it wasn't so long ago, it was just a few years ago, I posted um, <clears throat> on social media that it was time for a revolution in our country. A revolution. Now, I had pastors that I thought were my friends and knew me, blasting me openly on Facebook, saying that... All I want is for people to grab their guns and go kill people. And I said, well, wait a minute, I never said that. I said a revolution. You see, a revolution is a turning around of things. Going one way, now you need to turn around and go the other way. It's a revolution. Now, yes, the revolutionary war was with guns and bullets and people dying. But why can't we have a political revolution? Because people just start voting correctly. Hmm? Why can't we have an educational a revolution where we get some true, real-world educators that are going to teach the truth in our colleges, high schools, junior high schools. Hmm? Why can't we even have a, if you want to call it this, a religious revolution where pastors and preachers will stop being pansies, stop being jerks, stop being idiots, stop being illiterate themselves, and start preaching the truth of God's word from the pulpit? Hmm? Then we can have a cultural and societal 
revolution without firing a shot. You see, and then once again, those who accused me of wanting to see people die and get shot and get killed never once asked me, hey, brother, when you say revolution, what do you mean by that? I would have been happy to explain it to them. Knee-jerk, foolish reaction that only lead to more confusion and more division. Anyway, let me, let me, let me uh, get back to this. It says, but Tristan Tate continued to attack Shapiro while also blaming Israel for civilian deaths in the Gaza Strip. Yeah, I'm sure only men who fight for Hamas die in these airstrikes you're praising. The footage from the ground says otherwise. Either you've changed your tune in 22 hours or you literally forgot what you post. Oi, come on. This guy. Mm, this guy. <sighs> Shapiro slammed Tristan Tate's response, writing, Either you are stupid or you are morally illiterate. Hamas, and this is truth, ladies and gentlemen, listen to this. Hamas literally hides behind civilians. They are currently texting civilians and telling them not to leave target areas. They put their military headquarters under a hospital. Now, why would any uh, military or paramilitary group, or in this case, <clears throat> terrorist group, put their military headquarters under a hospital? See, I'll tell you why. Because they know that the Israelis, the Jewish people, the Israelis, are more righteous than they. They have no problem. These Palestinian terrorists have no problem blowing up an entire hospital and killing hundreds in the process. But they know that the IDF, the, the uh, Israeli government and the Israeli people are not so quick to blow up a hospital even to get to the um, stronghold or the headquarters of this terrorist group. They know that the Israeli people are more righteous than they. They know that they have greater morality, less murderous, if you will, than they are. They know that the Jewish people are far more righteous than they are. That's why they do these things. That's why they tell these people, hey, we're hiding out in your building. Don't you guys leave because they're less likely to blow us up if you're here, they hide and use women and children as human shields because that's what cowards do. Ladies and gentlemen, are you starting to get the picture? And Andrew and Tristan Tate are siding with cowards, which makes them what? Cowards. Let me go on. Andrew Tate took to social media to voice his support for Palestinians in the hours and days following the horrific, horrifying Hamas terrorist attack on Israel. Nearly 1,000 Israelis have been killed by the Palestinian terrorists and 2,600 injured since the attack began on Saturday morning. <clears throat> Hamas terrorists kidnapped an unknown number of Israelis, many of them women and children, and are currently holding them hostage in the Gaza Strip. Videos posted by the terrorists show them celebrating <clears throat> as they desecrated the bodies of Israeli soldiers and civilians during the attack. And this is what Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate are supporting. This is who they've sided with. These people that are so corrupt in action and in mind that they kill a soldier and then desecrate the body for the world to see. Perverted, disgusting, evil, wicked cowards. On Monday, Tate shared a post to his ex-account that stated, now listen to this, may Allah aid and protect our brothers and sisters in Palestine and free them from their oppressors. 
Have no doubt that the victory of Allah will come. Educate yourselves about their history. Raise awareness, countering the lies. Make dua. I'm not really sure what that means. And support with what you can. This is um, this guy. He lost his mind. Uh, he lost his mind. No, no. Let, let, let me go back. It's even worse. He's lost his soul. He's absolutely lost his soul. He's over there asking Allah to aid and protect the brothers and sisters in Palestine. His brothers and sisters in Palestine are cutting off babies' heads, desecrating um, the dead, parading women through the streets, and then shooting them and murdering them. And he is saying, oh, Allah, please protect them, aid them. And the rest of you, please, let's support them all. I'm sorry, I didn't really know any much about Andrew Tate, as I have already stated, no even less about his brother Tristan. Now I know a little bit. But what little respect I had for them, and and honestly, it wasn't little respect before because I thought anything ill of them. But uh, now I have zero respect. As a matter of fact, my respect for them goes below zero and into the negative. How on God's green earth uh, could anybody support this on any level? So uh, Mr. Tate, Mr. Tate, and Mr. Tate, um, Andrew, Tristan, you both are disgusting human beings. You both are disgusting human beings. And you know what? I'll give you this. You know, you... Allah can have you. <laughs> Allah can have you. But until you absolutely repent, the true God of the Bible is against you. I know even some Christians are going to have a problem with that, but it's the truth. It is the truth. This kind of wickedness, God is not for. This kind of evil, God is not, he's not for this. He is against it. Anyway, just I, I just can't believe this, especially in light of have babies having their heads cut off. And then this knucklehead supporting those murderers. This article wraps up with this. Just hours after Hamas attack against Israel began, Tate criticized Israel for mandating COVID vaccinations and said he would rather live in Hamas-controlled Palestinian territory. Israel forced five vaccine on everyone's arm. Forced, Tate said. <laughs> rather live in Palestine and own my blood. Allah Akbar. That's how this... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't even know where to, uh, where, where to start with this last foolish statement. Because most of you know my stance on forced vaccinations. This vaccine to begin with, but being forced. But is this the time and the place? Is this the time and the place to be making such foolish, heartless, ignorant statement? There's terrorists walking the streets of Israel, shooting and gunning down women and children, to the point that they're cutting off babies' heads? And how are you going to take a jab at Israel because of the COVID vax? What kind of sick, hard-hearted, disgusting, perverted human being, vile human being are you? Really? Unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. So while Israel is, on one hand, deep, deep, deep grief and mourning, another hand, at war with murderous thugs trying to make sense of it jews all over the world hurting and pain and mourning angry we got clowns like this that take it upon themselves to take a jab at israel and their handling of the covid this is not the time this is not the place but honestly i'm just going to be honest with you ladies and gentlemen this is this is sometimes how you or when and how you see what people are truly made of and now we see what andrew and his brother tristan tate are made of. Nothing righteous, nothing holy, nothing pure, no real compassion, and as far as masculinity, zero. Zero. Because he supports and stands up 
for these wicked, baby-murdering cowards. And you know what they say. Birds of a feather flock together. Mr. Tate, both of you, Andrew and Tristan, birds of a feather flock together. You have sided with murderous, heartless, disgusting, vile cowards. What does that make you? I want to thank everybody that supports Israel. I want to thank everybody that supports the Jewish people and the Jewish state. My heartfelt appreciation to each and every one of you. It's time for us to pray. It's time to seek the face of God on behalf of our brothers and sisters, our allies, our friends there in Israel. May God bless you all.